Welcome, everybody, to Bible on the Rocks. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the story of Gideon from the book of Judges, chapters 6 through 8. As a general disclaimer, the views and opinions shared are those of the participants only and do not necessarily reflect those of any Christian denomination, nor do they reflect those of any of our sponsors. So, sit back and enjoy as we explore the Bible with Bible on the Rocks. My name is Jeremy Spittle, and tonight I'm drinking Coors Light. Oh, man. Silver bullet. Cold as the Rockies. Lagered, filtered, packaged. Oh, cold. Lagered. <laughs> cold filtered. Cold packaged. <laughs> oh, don't know about them cold packaged. What's it mean when it's Cold lo- as the Rockies, what time of year, though? What's it mean when it's lagered? Yeah. Is, it, is, lo- it, is it cold at the top year-round? And the, like the, well, the I'm, top's I'm sure, cold year-round. I'm sure it's colder than it is like at the Pacific Shore. There's you know, snow on the top of the Rockies year-round. But year not round. like in August, no. Sure there is. It reminded no. me, though, it You're reminded wrong. me of um, the, wrong. the B&B South tagline. Yeah. Uh, dink it, dunk it, uh, dink it, eat it, <laughs> dip it, eat it, <laughs> and slap it. Saute it. Mm. Twist and it. And shove it. There's Twist actually, it. Pinch I, it. Pop it. I was at the top of Pike's Peak. In September, and there was snow at the top of it. Oh, there's there there are some. It, it really stays a long time in I'm the say, shadows. I'm not saying it's not possible in the shadows, like the stays. North Face. It won't melt in the in the shadows. It stays there for a long time. I'm gonna go. So with, like the North Face is like staying, yeah, snowy year round. I'm saying I think that that it's it's gonna like thaw at some point. There may be. It's possible that there's years that there's like patches of snow. Sure. Global, global warming. warming. Yeah. Thanks. I, I Thanks think, a lot, Al Gore. <laughs> I think I think the tall peaks have snow year round. So Pikes Peak would be the the tallest peak in in Colorado. Is it? I don't think it's the. I don't think it is the tallest, but it's maybe the tallest that you like drive to. I maybe. What's I think the tallest peak in Colorado. It's a very tall. Here's an answer from expertworldtravel.com. Mount Albert is Colorado's tallest peak oh. at 14,440 feet. <laughs> 14, Pikes Peak's 14,4 even. Oh, so yeah. that one's 40 feet How taller. How tall is Pikes Peak? 14, well, Pikes said. Peak is 14,111 feet above oh, sea level. Oh, <laughs> man. I was 289 feet off. That's sexy, dude. <laughs> That's, That's a mask you all right. Also, it's pretty cool. So, so find, told us. find out if, if there's snow on the on the caps year round. She's not going to tell us. Oh, she's going to know. Is there snow on the Rockies year round? The Rockies go up to no, Colorado. I don't think it's snowing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. It's not <laughs> snowing right now. Oh, no, so clear Ooh, chance of rain, ten percent. Do you not you know have these mic damn. compressed or what? Damn. The the compression comes afterward. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm wearing compression shorts. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wow. Jameson, what's like lagering? You like I just snug feeling. Um, lagering is when the beer, to age it, you have to, it uh, uses a different type of yeast and you age it at a cooler temperature. That's what, like, Oktoberfest style beer is mm-hmm. lagering. The Germans would stick the barrels in caves at a cooler temperature. Like, normal beer ferments around 
like 78 degrees. That's, um, but lagering, it's more like about 50 degrees. Okay. So, my name is Jameson Stubbs. I'm here with uh, a little small brewery from southwest Virginia called Creek Bottom, and I got the Trucker's Route Stout. Trucker's Route Stout. Ah, right. That sounds yeah. good. All right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Small, uh, when we were down and went on the Creeper Trail, uh, oh, yeah. stopped mm. in at this place. It's just a neat little place, and... Uh, Grabbed some of their beers. What was the place's name what's, again? What's the Creeper Trail? That sounds... Creek Bottom. Creek Bottom. All right. The Virginia Creeper Trail, though. I'll be sure to tag them. It's a double entendre for a train that used to run through there. Mm. And the Virginia Creeper Trail. Virginia, plant. the plant, yeah. yeah it's and it's also, also a, something that you call stalkers. Yes. It, a Virginia Creeper? You, you, <laughs> you go down that trail and there's a ton of stalkers. <laughs> and you they changed the rail line. Yeah. Right, Jameson? They changed the rail line into a <clears throat> bike path, walking path down the mountain. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They so drive you to the top. It's like 34 out. miles, just mostly downhill. So you just kind of just coast, very little pedaling. And, um, but beautiful. I mean, this time of year, beautiful scenery with the fall colors and everything. There's not a lot of people selling stuff? No, there wasn't actually too many stops. There was only like maybe three stops areas was, where you could take i mean I there's, there's plenty of places to take a break but like there wasn't shops and stuff all i was all just wondering because you said there wasn't any pedaling no <laughs> no yeah not like the mexico coast <laughs> i shall look on your wares <laughs> nice. who's this guy hey i'm eric i'm drinking a uh Oh, bosun man. beer and H E H or also Boatswain, Boatswain? phonetically Boatswain, but Bosun H L V Ale. You know where that's from? Heavy lift vessel. Bosun? Yeah. A no, bosun's the, mate? that beer. Oh no! I, let me look at the label. It says it's from uh, Trader Joe's. No way. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. TJ. Designer retail. And I can tell you how long it's been in there. Actually, I can't because it's been a real long time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Wait. probably still good. It's Wait, so it's not pronounced boatswain, it's pronounced it's bosun. bosun. Yeah, bosun's yeah. mate. Bosun. bosun. On the on the water. Ah. Yeah, I know it sounds I weird, but it's a bosun. Yeah, it's bosun's mate. Mm-hmm. That's new to me. Who's this guy with the vans on? Damn, Daniel. I thought, no. I already went. He went, man. You, oh, oh, that's right. We the, just went over the whole bosun. 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 Okay, sorry. Bosun. All right. My name's Brent, and I'm drinking a Yingling traditional lager pint can. Nice. Yeah, I noticed. Fun fact. You can buy a six pack of bottles for nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. and they're twelve ounce bottles. Mm-hmm. Or you can buy a six pack of pint bo- pint cans for eight ninety nine. <laughs> Makes sense. So you get more beer for less money. Yeah, you yeah. pint cans, and yeah. I'm a fan of more beer and that's less. A, that's less a great money. tip. Also, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan act- of more money. Isn't Yingling, in, but less money out, I guess yes. I should say. Isn't Yingling the oldest American operating American brewery? They are, yeah. They are. America's oldest brewery. Like 18. And, and cans is actually a better way to store the beer than uh, bottles anyway. So. 18, 20, and there's another number after the 20. Because it keeps the UV out. 1829. Yeah, hmm. hmm. yeah I thought yeah. I, I like did. Yingling. I did a brewery tour up there. It's in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we've yeah. done that. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a cool. It's a cool brewery tour. I really like Yingling. They're delicious. I, I, you know, I love Yingling. 
Ding Ding's I mean, great, they're still man. around, so they're doing something oh, right. True. So every I so oldest it. operating brewery. Like there was beer brewed here. Yeah, clearly, so this is continuously operating. Yeah. Cheers. 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 And I'm Brett Hinky, and I'm drinking. Oh, sorry. What? You haven't gone yet. Have yeah, you? I was the first one to go. No way. Yeah, we yeah. talked about we talked about the Rockies and <laughs> how cold it is at the top. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Man the short. You'll never cold. figure it out if there's snow year round. Yeah, the the uh, I know year round. Siri can't figure it out. Okay. Short attention spans in this group. There's snow year round, guys. All right, I'm Brett Hinky. I'm drinking Heaven's Door Bourbon. Yeah. Who wants to talk about Gideon? Anybody? I don't know. We don't know who you are. Why are you talking to us about Tom? I did. I already introduced myself. Everybody's got Jameson, have you gone? You never said who you are. I think I went. Yeah, he did. Should we start it over? He said, my name is Brett Hinky, and I'm drinking Heaven's Door Kentucky Bourbon. Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, that's from Kentucky. Bourbon thing. Yeah, yeah. No Dang, I'm on. What I do know, Eric, is that your sweet is Tennessee whiskey. Thanks, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth, but not not smooth as Tennessee whiskey. Oh, smooth as Tennessee whiskey. Sweet as sweet. Is it sweet as some kind of wine or something? Sweet strawberry wine. Oh, strawberry wine. Alabama. (laughs) Glass of brandy. Oh boy. Um, All right. So let's talk about Gideon. Yeah. Who's Gideon, Brett? He's a judge. So prologue, he is like in, currently like in a Fauquier, Prince William, Warrington. Mm, he judges. Okay. He's the right. he's the Warrington flea market judge. judge. He decides <laughs> yeah, exactly. how many purveyors of kombucha are allowed. <laughs> I knew I, I, I like this guy. <laughs> um, no, so he's a judge. We've done some stories from the Book of Judges before. Yes, we have. That's because they're wild, though. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So the so set a little background here. Um, Israelites are in the promised land, but they're not a united nation, right? So they're divided up, tribes, clans. How long ago were we talking here? I mean, it's in the A&E it's like the 70s. at some point. I love how that's important. <laughs> <laughs> it's some part in the A&E, Yeah, for sure. it's definitely in the A&E. Yeah. Ancient Near East. Yeah. Yeah. long time So ago. it's A, ancient. Yeah. Yeah, so it's ancient. It, the, the place is N-E. So yeah, when for a. for new listeners, A and E is the ancient Near East. But I'm hey, pretty you sure, know what? Pretty sure it's Guy Dion. Mm. <laughs> 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 no, would you say how different is it? <laughs> Gideon, I think. Gideon, Guy Dion, uh, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the guy that uh, Star Trek. He keeps leaving his Bible everywhere. Oh, Gideon, yeah. yeah. Rocky Raccoon, mm-hmm. yeah. Gideon. Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> Gideon's Bible. Like Gideon's Rocket Raccoon the from the Guardians. Uh, no, Galaxy? Rocky no, Raccoon. This was this the was Beatles a song. Beatles song on. Uh, was so it the Wide? No, Abbey Road. I, I think, think it was, it was Abbey Road. Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. I don't know. I released footage or something. I was like, when is Rocky Raccoon? No, but went back to his room. Raccoon. Oh yeah, I pronounced it wrong. Rocky Raccoon went back to his room. Yeah, but that's well, that's how that's how Paul. Paul McCartney pronounced it in the song. Yeah. Raccoon. Rocky Who's, Raccoon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Who's Paul McCartney? Oh, please. Oh, oh gosh. Shucks. We're already off track. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah. Who's Barack Obama? <laughs> <laughs> Just throw <out> random names. <laughs> don't know. Uh, All right. Yeah. So. Um, Who's Jesus? 
Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, all right. In we this story, do. we always do. That's what about Gideon? Oh, get to Gideon. damn! What happened next? All right, so in Judges, we've got this. Cycl- <laughs> so we've got this. Well done. We've good. got this cyclical <laughs> pattern of sin. Uh-huh. Right. So yeah. the uh, the Israelites worship other gods, adopt the pattern of their neighbors. They get ruled over or dominated by one of the other peoples or nations there. <sighs> Uh, in the uh, promised land, they cry out for help. A judge comes up, delivers them from this other tribe or, or nation, and then the cycle starts over again. Then they fall into their old ways, worship idols, yada, yada, yada. Judge shows up. What's, yep. what's up, y'all? Exactly. So that's the whole story within Judges. So now we come to Gideon. Once again, right. the Israelites have done evil in the eyes of the Lord. And the big baddies this time are the Midianites and the Amalekites. <sighs> Freaking Amalekites. Yeah. So what happens is the Israelites are living up in the mountains that have snow year-round because they're so high. <laughs> and like 14,111 <laughs> feet. <laughs> and they're in caves uh, because they're hiding from the Midianites. And if they come down to like the plains area, the Midianites come in, take all their stuff. Um, and it seems like the Midianites might be like a nomadic people potentially because it seems like they don't stay. They well, sound keep, like bullies. They do, but they keep moving around. So they right. got their tents and stuff. They come in. The Israelites plant their crops. The Midianites move in, take all their crops, take their cattle, livestock. Those are kind of the same thing, cattle and livestock. Right. And then, so they're making up for everything Samson burned with the foxes. I mean that was the Philistines, but yeah, the Philistines mm. were the big baddies and uh, all right, different different people. Gotcha. <clears throat> all right, so they eat everything, and then and then in the story it describes them. They're like locusts, so like uh, they're everywhere. The Midianites. The Midianites are. They come okay. in. They're like locusts. They take over everything. Eat all the crops. What about the Amalekites? I mean, they're kind of there too, but the Midianites. Yeah, it's they they mention. There's several things that get mentioned. So they say Midianites at one point. They throw in the Amalekites, and then another time they call them the Ishmaelites, which I think is more of a general term for all the other tribes. Right. Because um, it was Isaac's brother, Ishmael, or half-brother. Was it Was it Abraham that sent Ishmael away, or was yeah. that Isaac that sent Ishmael away? No, Abraham did. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. He became the father of Islam. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, at a certain point, so they... It's basically non-Israelite tribes, essentially. But I think the Midianites get the get the most mention here. All right, so what happens is Midianites come in, a prophet, an unknown prophet. They don't say who the prophet is, but the prophet says, all right, I brought you out of Egypt. Reminds them of leaving Egypt. But no, you guys worship the gods. Here's another tribe or another nation of the Amorites. So you didn't listen. You didn't worship me. I did all of this for you. You didn't worship me. Which, I don't know, is this guy, I mean, I guess a prophet speaks for God, but he doesn't sound like he's, like, prophesying something new. He sounds more like an explainer. Like, the reason you're doing so poorly and having to live in... So this is the unknown prophet you're talking about? The reason you're living in caves and stuff is because you're worshiping the gods of the Amorites. All right, so that's the situation, the background. Then an angel shows up. 
Sits under an oak tree where Gideon is threshing wheat in a wine press. How long, what's the time frame here between the prophet saying you guys suck and Gideon? And I, think, the, I think it's a matter of minutes. Like it's pretty close. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, when I was reading it, they, it, was, they were set, it was like seconds. I think they're all sitting there under the oak tree at Oprah. Is this a new chapter? Does Gideon start a new chapter? This is all chapter six. So we got Judges chapter six through eight. Right. But the prophet. The prophet is in chapter six. And so is the introduction of Gideon. Correct. So it's connected. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know what the time period is. So are you saying if they were in different chapters, they would be not connected? There might be a hard break. I mean, the chapters we made up later, but still. Then maybe there is no break and there shouldn't have been a chapter break. Well, there's not. There aren't. I mean, there's no chapters. I was just wondering. To be honest, I mean, the, the message of the prophet would have fit in any chapter in Judges. I mean, because it's, it's cyclical. Yeah, I mean, they were, it was the like seven of, years that they've been under this, having living under this threat of everything that they try to plant and stuff is taken from them and everything. By the Edomites and the Amorites? Midianites, Midianites and Amalekites. And Amalekites. <laughs> You weren't even you weren't even close. <laughs> but then they worship the gods of the Amorites. Oh, that's where the Amorites came from. Yeah. Okay, so Gideon's threshing some food. Yeah, so so he is threshing wheat, wheat in a wine press. Wheat. Do you do you not are you not supposed to thresh oh, wheat in a wine press? Yeah. So I think that's part of the point is they're hiding. They, yeah. He, does, he doesn't. They, they're hiding what they're creating because oh. they know that if. If they're out in the open, because the Midianites are going to come take it, take it. Yeah, but is mixing wine and wheat against the Deuteronomical law? I don't know if he's mixing wine and wheat. He's just hiding it. But if he's doing it in the wine press, it's going to be some contamination. Yeah, well, so the, the wine press is now unclean and has to go outside of the camp for a week or so. And they can't label it gluten free. <laughs> <laughs> good true. point. Well, does that happen in point. the story? What? That they have to take it's unclean, or did you just make that up? That was really good. I was really good. I didn't know if you knew some kind of. But he's doing it in a wine press because he's desperate. So he's got to hide it from the Midianites. And a threshing floor is typically flat. So they're hiding in the mountains. So if they go down to where the land is flat, because the threshing, you're you're taking the wheat, you're kind of tossing it up in the air, and then the wind blows away. Like the non the chaff. chaff, the chaff. That's what threshing is. Yeah. Oh. Actually, I th- I think you you bind the stalks, and thrashing is where you beat it, and the the thrashing floor. Thrashing or threshing? Threshing. Thrash with an A. I think it's thresh. It's with thresh. Thresh. It's thresh. Threshing. Sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking skateboarding is thrashing. Thrasher. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Gnarly. <laughs> Threshing, really like the, when you the take floor the board is like slatted. And you smack it on the side of the half pipe. And you, you grind a sweet you're rail. Thrashing. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Totally thrashing. And then you throw your board up in the air and all the chaff flies off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think with threshing, though, you, you bind like a, a number of stalks of wheat together. Okay. And then you like beat it down onto the threshing floor, which is like a slatted floor that the, the grain berries fall through. But this motion is where the chaff kind of. Grain berries? Yeah. Yeah, wheat berries. Wheat berries? Grain berries, yeah. grain berries. Wheat? Grain berry, yeah. Isn't that a cereal <sighs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wheat berries? Wheat Those berries. little things on the end of the wheat, wheat are yeah. berries? They're called wheat berries. Son make, of a bitch. And then use yeah. it making whiskey. Yeah. No, you use corn and whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got wheat what? berries. We got grapes growing in trees. Wheat? The Escol. 
We bury the soil. <laughs> so if he was threshing it, if he was threshing yes. it in a wine press. Yeah, he's basically hiding because normally you yeah. do it in a nice flat right. place, so he'd have to go down to the plains or wherever it was. But they're up in the mountains, and he doesn't need the, he doesn't want the Midianites to see that he's got wheat. Is that what the Bible says, or is that that's, Brett interpretation? That's a like Brett doing some research on what's the deal with the wine press. They don't really explain it. I'm guessing the wine press was flat though, and that was re- real. Why couldn't they have well, a threshing, but I think, I think, have I, a threshing floor up in the mountain? It's a container that you put the the. So he was beating the wheat. Great. I, I think he that, was beating the wheat. I think the, into the container. The point, the, wine press container? the point they're trying to make is what if you're on the threshing floor, it it separates the wheat from the chaff. But if you have to use a wine press, you're actually probably mixing the wheat and the chaff together because you're pressing it, and it it's probably contaminating it. But that's the fear that they're living in. You it's know, so that, bad they got they got to eat shitty bread. It's an inferior product. Whole yeah. wheat, not no, like B and B sauce. Yeah, whole wheat yeah. bread. B and B sauce is good. So he's threshing the wheat in so a. So he's wine doing it because I think the point is he's got to hide it. He's yeah. hiding. Gideon's yes. hiding because so he's, he's not pump. using the normal stuff and he's desperate and he's got to separate the wheat from the chaff somehow. Yeah. He's probably so he's hungry as shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So then the angel says, "The Lord is with you." And then James, or not James. <laughs> Damn, I mean, Jesus, Jameson, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Jameson. Did, did you exact same Potato, thing? potato. Did you, really just, did you really just put yourself in the class with Jesus? <laughs> did we you just put Jesus in this story? We were all yeah. little Jesus. Yeah. We're Christians. Jameson right? made it in. I was, yep. made it in. I was standing up with my arms out in the background. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, angel so says, "Angel says, Lord is with you," and Gideon's the like, "Lord, the singer, Lord is with you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Gideon says, "We're never gonna be royals." <laughs> <laughs> what did the angel say to Gideon? He said, uh, "The angel." Well, it could have been a woman angel. I don't. Well, know. Well, you just said the angel. Yeah, the angel said, "Lord." Have we all is introduced in the ourselves angel voice? Yet? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give the angel a voice, though. Oh, okay. The angel says, "The Lord is with you." <laughs> says the angel, and then says Gideon that. responds, "If that's true, why has all this happened?" Because he's from Kentucky. He's a country bumpkin. He's country. Yeah, he is. He's making Um, some bourbon. So Gideon's pissed. The angel's like, hey, God's with you. And Gideon's like, well, what the hell then? Yeah. Sure doesn't seem like it. He would have said, what the shale? He said, what the shale? He said, this whole thing's an Eshkel cluster. Eshkel F. Eshkel F. Yeah. He's like, I'm threshing weed in a wine press, and we're... You know, people come in and take our crops, so yeah. it doesn't sure doesn't seem like the Lord's with us. They've cut mm. down all our our grape trees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grape trees. Is that in there? Or did you just make that up too? <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I think that, that's yeah, yeah. You gotta listen, bro. Yeah. If you want to understand, not, the, not the last, and when this one was released, no. just yeah, yes. Whatever. What you story wanna, was that? That was the, uh, the oh, spies. the spies. Yeah. Yeah. Josh cut down all our grape trees. Yeah. 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 Great pole, great pole. <laughs> all right, so, um, all right, so Gideon doubts, makes excuses. I mean, we've heard this before. Like yeah. Mo- Moses, I stutter. David, I'm, uh, you know, the horny, the smallest. Well, he probably was. 
but uh, I'm the smallest, uh, you know, the youngest brother, you know, that sort of thing. So similar thing here. He's like, I'm from a weak clan and a weak tribe, and I can't do this. Do what? Basically says the Lord is with you, and he wants him to, like, defeat the Midianites. He says that to Gideon. Why are you assuming it's a he? I think he does, yeah. The angel. The angel. Yeah. The angel says, the Lord is with you. You're going to defeat the Midianites. Angels have gender. They, them pronouns for angels. Some might. Oh, they, them. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I've never met one. The angel, they, them. Well, yeah. they 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 could be gendered angels. Well, this is the well, interesting. Some of them are well, like I mean, Michael and Gabriel, and this is all the result of the Israelites. Names. So they're either angels or for woman angels. Deliverance, really. I mean, it's the same thing over and over again. You know, it's just like Israelites are praying for deliverance. Oh, so the prophet the, did they respond so positively then, so to the, the prophet? Ange- angels coming to Gideon. To, to offer that deliverance. It doesn't say that, but yeah, the angel does come to deliver the message. But it doesn't say that, like... They turned. When the prophet gave his message, it doesn't say they turned It doesn't back. say they, like, put on ash. So the angel says... Or put ashes on their head or anything like that. I'm going to... Ch- I choose... The Lord is choosing you to deliver? To judge? You know, I think so. To, to, I, think I thought you said to defeat. To defeat the Midianites. I mean, I don't know if he says it there, but, I mean, that's basically the Why message. are there no Bibles at this Bible podcast? <laughs> Brett's got notes. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what's fun. It's just we gotta so, wait. It. So here's read the story. It says, I, I thought that's source. how this whole thing came about. Was that the Israelites were? I don't know if they it, repented. No, but they they felt that the God that God was not with them. And yeah, I after, mean that's what Gideon says directly here. So the Lord says. So the angel says the Lord is with you, and Gideon's like, sure doesn't seem like it. Like why are we living the way God we are? Voice. Right. So what happens next? Sure doesn't seem like it. There you go. Um, all right, so... Go, darn it. So what happens next is Gideon says, I'm going to... Well, don't leave. Don't leave. I'm going to prepare a meal for you. You got to do the voice. Don't leave. I'm going to prepare a meal for you. <laughs> is he talking to the angel? Yeah. 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 And He's then the angel be, says... Angel's corn like, pudding. Okay, I'll stay here. <laughs> Wait to get your goat meat. <laughs> <laughs> goat meat. Goat meat. Goat meat. Um, all right, so uh, oh, the interesting thing, though, right, with the angel, so sometimes it says the angel says, and then another time it says, then the Lord said. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think go. this is. Here we go. So this is in the A and E. In the A and E. It's about to go down. Gloves are coming You want to get into this now? Are we out of chapter six? This isn't even. No, we're not. Has the story started yet? Yeah. Who are you? Do we need to do introductions? So I think the point here is like, like in the A and E, the messenger represents the person they're sending the message from. So mm-hmm. I think the reason uh, the reason it switches back and forth between the angel of the Lord and the Lord is because the angel is basically speaking for the Lord, like yeah. a prophet. And I guess so. Yeah. All right. So Gideon goes and prepares. Well, there's got to be well, a distinction between well, an angel and a prophet. Well, the angel, right? Yeah. I mean, the angel's delivering the message, but then. Gideon wants proof, and so that's when I think the Lord kind of steps in. Right? Maybe angels are messengers, and prophets are interpreters. I don't know. They're both messengers. But like, but we also know that the the prophets are imperfect. Are angels? Are they going to deliver the message perfectly? I Satan. think so. Uh, Satan was an angel. Was he? No. Where's Lucifer? Was an angel. He's a dirty son bitch. Lucifer was an angel. So angels can screw up too. 
Yeah, so Gideon goes and prepares a goat and some bread. Goat and corn. So he pudding. grills up some goat. And are you just going to like take the goat and just serve it to the person? No, it's got to be in B&B South. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah if you're going to grill... If you're gonna grill, grill with B&B, use B and B sauce because yeah. it's not just sauce; it's grill sauce, right? Which there's yep. barbecue sauce, but how much grill sauce are you? Do you even know about? No, it's gourmet and grill sauce. The reason it's spelled B and B S A U S is because it's too flavorful and unique to be just considered regular sauce. Mm. Yeah, I, I can I, never. I, I every time I do a sacrifice, I use. B&B sauce. Gourmet and grill sauce. When we cook an animal, that's what's happening. Gideon Gideon definitely shaked it, soaked it, and served it. He did. And the angel loved it. He slapped it up, flipped it, rubbed it down. Down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, he did. And if you go to bnbsauce.com, that's bnbsaus.com, and at checkout, enter the coupon code BOTR, you get 10% off. Yeah. And you can put it on your goat. I bet Gideon didn't do that. I bet he did not. What happened next? All right, here's what happens next. They had dinner. They had goat. Yeah. They no, had... they didn't. They didn't have oh, the dinner. Man, he prepared it then. He prepares it, brings it back. Oh, my God. We got to get going. Yeah, Let's, we do. Yeah. We're so Let's far. Roll. All right, he brings it back, puts it on a rock, yeah. and then pours the broth on it because you don't want the goat. So he kept the broth because you don't want the goat to be all dry. Right. Yeah. And if dry, you don't yeah, have broth, nasty. you might use a sauce like bnbsauce.com. Right. Um, all right, so the angel touches the food with the staff and it burns up. Whoa. The angel had a staff? Staff. Ooh. Ancient Irish people Not a staff. staff infection, but like a staff that you walk with. And it burned yeah. burned it up. Touched up. it. A, ro- a uh, flame came up from the rock that he set the food on and burned it up. And then, and then Gideon's like, whoa, I really was talking to the Lord because the, the miracle happened. The Lord or an angel? The Lord. I think he, he, he says wanted the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted proof oh, that this was this message came from the Lord. Yeah. All right. Okay, so okay, now okay. he's like, all right, you. I did talk to the Lord. And so then they then what the messenger says or angel says, tear down the idol of Baal or tear down the altar to Baal mm-hmm. and the Asherah pole. So they, they say, take your father's bull. Sacrifice it. So no, but it's got to be your, your bull. bull. Exactly. Are you, you saying can, bowl or bull? <laughs> bull. <laughs> you could get a good look at a T-bone steak, but sticking your head up a bull's ass, but wouldn't you rather take the butcher's word for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what that's from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some uh, Tommy sure. boy. Yeah, Tommy Tommy boy. boy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's got to be your bull. Anyway. No, it's got to be your bull. Yeah. All right, so he tears down the altar, uses it as a fire, sacrifices the bull to God. Okay. I swear you keep saying bull. He sacrifices the bull. No, say bull. Sacrifices the bull. Where are you from? Ohio. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get you a pop. Yeah, you should give me a pop, man. <laughs> you put your groceries. I'm gonna in a get. Buggy. You put I'm your gonna, groceries in a buggy. I uh, I drive my car to the uh, All right, grocery store. Let's get to store. the battle. All let's right, get anyway. to the battle. Come on. Jeez. Wait, there's a battle, man. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right, so he sacrifices the bowl. 
<laughs> Bull. Next morning, everybody's mad and are like, Joe Ash, who's Gideon's dad, they're like, give us Joe Gideon Ash. so we can kill him because he took down our... Joe Ash wanted to kill Gideon? No. <laughs> Everybody else did because he tore down the altar. And Joe Ash is like, no. If Bale's a real guy, why don't you let him take care of it? Ooh, damn So straight. then everybody starts calling Gideon Jerub Bale, which means let Bale deal with him. Right. Jerubable. Uh, oh, man. We did Jerubable before. We've we've talked about Jerubable. Have we already done this story? No. We no. have not. We did Abimelech, though, or something. Isn't that like... I thought we did Abimelech, but I was looking. We don't have a, an episode on Abimelech. <sighs> Absalom, when he got his hair caught in the tree. Um, we did that. Was it yeah. Do you remember Jer- Jerubable? I-, I think he's been mentioned, but I don't think it's been a story. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. man, Jerubbubble. All right. I so think it, I think it was uh, Josh's story of Jeff. Uh, there was like a lot of jokes about name pronunciations mm-hmm. and different Bible characters. And right. It's like an know, encyclopedia of. Our episodes, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got the whole log. He's listened to more episodes than any of us. It's sexy as hell. I've dude. listened to every episode. I, I, I have, I've literally I've said I'm the biggest to. fan. Well, I got to listen to it. Yeah. Wow, great. But oh, you know, you know what is actually played out in this podcast is the. Pronunciation of names. It's yes. been played out since the very first time it was done. I don't know. Do know. I don't think How you can play it out. How do we know what gets to get played out and what doesn't? <laughs> because no. I decide. Are the voices played out? No. no. The voices are always good. Well, we do that every time. <laughs> Why is that okay? But the name pronunciation Neither is not. Guy Dan. He's not played out. Guy Dan. All right. So <laughs> here's what happens next. <laughs> it's like, who the hell is, <laughs> who the hell is Guy Dan? <laughs> he got lost. <laughs> It was his own See, joke, and he got lost in it. This is <laughs> this right here is why the show needs somebody to say what happened next. Well, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Doing a Brett, what happens next? All right. Uh, so where do Gid- we go from here? All right. So the Midianites and the Malachites are camped in the Valley of Jezreel. Gideon calls up an army. Okay. And then, but then he's like, "Are we going to win?" And so he tests God and says, "All right." God, if we're going to win, I'm going to put this wool on this threshing floor, which again is a flat area. He's Maybe. not in but the wine press anymore. But he didn't have a threshing floor earlier. Well, there well, is he, a, was, he was threshing in the wine press. That why didn't mean he, he thresh didn't in a, the thresh floor then? Because, because the, the thresh, Midianites would oh, have found him. Because he was him. hiding. Yeah. He was hiding. <laughs> yeah. And, and I went to the bathroom I missed. How did he gather an army? Oh, you just, haven't missed that. We haven't yeah, talked about it. Oh, straight so Brett, you just jumped straight to it. Brett just jumped to the army. He has he has an army, and like Martin he was just Daniel a nobody, and now said. he has an army. You were like they were pissed at him for sacrificing the bull, and then he raised an army. Yeah, exactly. That's so can the, anybody? That's can, goes. can anyone just raise an? Can I raise an army? I mean, if if there's a bunch of random tribes around and they're pissed because the Midianites are camping in the valley and eating all your crops, you where might did be uh, able to. yeah? But y'all know where Gideon kept his army. That sounds like my story. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know where Gideon kept his armies. No, where? In his sleeveys. Oh, my God. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's his armies. Armies. That was good. I knew that one. I knew that. It's like his arms, his armies. 
in his sleeveies. Sleeveies. In his sleeveies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought you were joking that you didn't get it. <laughs> I did. And where do we go from here? This it's is, a, this is an not army. the first time that I've been like way behind. Uh, on oh my god. <laughs> Oh, All right, so now he's raised an army, so he's out on the threshing floor. There's a lot of threshing floor stuff here. Okay, right, symbolic. So, um, potentially. Yeah. So basically he says, all right, I'm going to put this wool out here, and if in the morning there's dual... Dual. Dual. There's, <laughs> dual. Dual bag. He says, in the morning if there's dew on this wool fleece, but the ground is dry, I know that we're going to win this battle. Yeah. And sure enough, next morning... There's dew on the fleece. It's soaking wet. Like, he, he rings it out, and the ground is dry. Holy crap. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, just just one more time. All right, this time, the right, fleece is dry. Right, that could have been a dry. fluke. Yeah, the fleece is dry, and the ground is wet. Next morning, it happens. The ground what? is wet. The fleece is dry. Mm. Bone dry. Bone dry. Like, like he, bone dry. He rings it out, and nothing. Nothing happens. And if he wanted to eat it, you'd want to put some sauce on it. Like yeah, you, don't, you don't want com. dry wool. No. All right. So God says, basically, your army's too big. You got too many men. And if you win, you'll credit yourself and your large army. And I want to prove to you that the only way you defeat these people is through me. Me being God. So double fleeced. He's double fleeced he up. He's double fleeced. And then he tells double Gideon, you up. got too many men for your army. Mm. All right. So does Gideon get in trouble for asking God to do the fleece stuff? Or just moves on? I think he just moves on. God is like, all right, this is real. You're going to win. And Gideon's like, all right, I believe you now. But just in case. So how does God want him to? Yeah, so he's got too many men. What so what, have, God, what, what does he got to do to get rid of some of them? So he goes to the men and says, all right, if any of you are scared and actually don't want to fight, just go. Just leave. And 22,000. Out of how many? Uh, it's really unspecified. Okay. But it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, 22,000 is a lot. We'll wait till we get down to how many he actually does use. Oh, foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, so he had 22,000. That's a big at least. army, dude. Right. Let's say, well, let's I think say he, it's like I think, he had over, I think it was over out, out of a hundred and something thousand people. I think that was out of. So that's a lot. All right. So, oh, he's, so he's they don't get in trouble. They can just 000. go home. They can go home. There's right. Roll out. And thousand? then what happens? All right, then God says, still too many. You still got way too many. Way too many. So here's how you're going to separate them. Tell them all to go down. No, you say normal. All right, tell them all to go down to the water. (laughs) And then you're going to watch how they drink, and I'm going to separate them by how they drink. So basically, he says, um, all right, they go down, and he says, everybody who... Drank like a dog, like a just dog. leaned over, lapped up the water. Those water. people are all going home. God. The ones that cupped their hands and drank the water, that's going to be your army. army. Right. So he does. They've, they've got culture. Yeah, they I mean, I don't know. It seemed like they got like some cleanliness. I saw some online that uh, had it in reverse. There's a, there's a version. A translation of the Bible that has it in reverse. I See, that's, that's what I, like, I read. I was, that I was thinking that it was the other. What when I thought it was the other way around too. Yeah, the, lapped like the dog. I think there's different w- translations to get it different ways. Huh. I'm serious. Mm. All right. So after he does that, he's left with 300, 300 men who drank with cupped hands. Three hundred. Three hundred. 
like that or that movie. Drank, or drank the water a particular way that with the cupped hands. That's a that's who's left for his army. Three hundred so, people. I, I just We're found debating this. this. He started with thirty two thousand men. Yeah. Oh, it said you, after twenty two thousand left, ten thousand remained. But you, mm. did you say that those who tremble with fear? Had to leave. You skipped that. Didn't no, you? no, no. That was the first twenty-two thousand were the chickens. Yeah. You said you said that. Okay. Yeah, the I first twenty-two k left. Like two thirds of his army rolled out, just went home. Did you do the quick math on that when he said thirty-three k? What two thirds? Yeah, you did the quick math. Yeah, that's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> Says the economist. Okay, so he's he's got. How many men left? Three hundred, like the movie. So and the they're movie. all like they all got like ripped, jacked abs. So this is what so, that movie so here's, is about. So this is the NIV. Okay. Exactly. So it says, so Gideon took the men down to the water. There, the Lord told him, separate those who lap the dog, with uh, lap. Sorry, lap the the water with their tongues as a dog laps, from those who kneel down to drink. Three hundred of them drank from cupped hands, lapping like dogs. So it actually says the ones that drank from the cupped hands were lapping like dogs. Yeah. All the rest got down on their knees to drink. The Lord said to Gideon, with the 300 men that have lapped, I will save you. So the ones that lapped like the dogs were the ones that... On their knees or from their hands? The ones lapping... From their hands. Lapping like a dog from their hands. So they cupped. So or lapping like a dog straight from the water? So how did and the other people drink? Like they didn't lap like a dog? Yeah, they did they straight know, from the water. Got, it says they got down on their knees to drink. And yeah. they sucked up the water. They were suckers. Who knows? So he's got 300 men left. And God said, send those suckers home. Everybody else went home. That's like 7,000. If he had 10,000 left, 11,000 left. He sent home another. All right, so he's he's got three hundred left. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to do. He gets down to three hundred. Yep. All right, so he's got three hundred men. All right, one yes. way or the other. Was he three hundred men? God's like, you're gonna win with three hundred men, and I'm gonna prove that it's me. He's like, but if you're still scared and need yet another sign, sneak down to camp. And I'll show you a sign. So he sneaks down to camp. So wait, Gideon didn't ask for another sign. God said. But he might be scared, so here's another sign. I mean, it's he, he me. basically he's asking for two, si- three signs already. So God's preempting the sign. Yeah, he's like, if you're if you're still scared, but Gideon didn't ask for it. All right, I don't. What do you want? Me, I don't. What do you want? What do you want me to tell you? I don't know. Tell me the rest of the story. Okay. All right, so what get, happens? Let's next? get to that story. <laughs> let's get to the rest of that story. All right, so he goes down to the I'm camp. I'm confused. Who is the rest of the story guy? <laughs> Do you remember, uh, now you've heard the rest, rest of, of the story. story. Who was that? What was that guy's name? Uh, Larry King. No. Um, all right. So he goes down with his buddy, Pura, his servant, Pura. Paul Harvey. Yeah, oh. Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. So he goes down with Paul names. Harvey, and he goes down to the camp, and he hears... Two men talking. The one guy tells the other guy, I had a dream last night. It was crazy as balls. Yeah. And he said, a loaf of barley bread rolled into camp. And it was and it was rolling so fast. And it was so powerful. It knocked over the Midianite tent. Okay. And the other guy says, holy balls. Yeah. Look at those holy rocks. rolling balls. That that <laughs> barley loaf rocks. can only represent Midian, or represent Gideon. 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 Oh. And he's like, Gideon surely the Midianites Gideon. are going to be defeated by Gideon. Right. Mm. 
Now, why it's barley bread, I don't know. There's a lot of that's what he was threshing earlier. Yeah, there's a lot of threshing. Kind. Threshing, yeah, and threshing. Yeah. Bread. All right. And barley's yeah. just delicious. Jesus mm, is the yeah. bread of life. I do like barley. Yeah, symbolic of Jesus. All right. So then Gideon, when he heard this, bowed down and worshipped, and that's the first. I mean, he did do the sacrifice, but that's the first uh, time they say Gideon bowed down and worship. All right. So then, right there, like while he was like in their camp spying on him. What do you think that looked yeah. like, Brett? Show us what do you think it looked like for oh, Gideon. I can't. I don't yes, want to get out of get my up. chair. Come on. No, I can't. Show it was, us. It was like this. All right, Jeremy's going to show us. What do you think it was? That's Ooh, worshiping? Like a thinker. No, that was, uh, yeah, that was Tebow. Tebow. Like a Tim Tebow. Oh, you Tebow. Mm, I did the Tebow. All right, so then uh, God says, all right, take your 300 men, give them trumpets, jars, and torches. All right, and then Gideon tells his men, when you hear my signal, they divide up into three groups of 100. When you hear my signal... Everybody, blow your trumpets. Mm. So what happens next, Brett? All right, so the three groups blow their rusty trumpets. Blow the trumpets, (laughs) smash the jars, and they hold the torches in their left hands and shout, a sword for the Lord and for Gideon. (laughs) Sword for the Lord. (laughs) What's wrong with that? That's a pretty lame cheer. (laughs) That's it in Hebrew. I'm looking it up in Hebrew. Sword for the Lord. It better sound better in the Hebrew. So right. where do we go from here? So here's what happens. The Midianites freak, turn on themselves because uh, they're all panicked, and they actually start killing each other. Okay. Then they flee, and then Israelites start coming out of the woodwork, man. So Israelites, Wait, more than the 300? Yeah, more than the 300. So the 300, all they did was jars, trumpets. Confusion. Confusion, yeah. And they start rolling out. So they're fleeing, and then Israelites from the tribes of Naphtali, Asher, and Manasseh, they all come out and they chase the Midianites. And then the Ephraimites join in too from the tribe of Ephraim. Well, I thought the Midianites were like they ended up killing themselves. There was so much chaos. They were just like They did. They stabbed. start doing they were, that. They panicked and then they, they flee. Yeah. They flee. And so on their way out, they gotta go back over the Jordan. Mm. They're gonna pass by all these other Israelite tribes and their lands, and they all come out and they're like, We're gonna chase the Midians and we're gonna destroy them. It seems like a long way to run. What? I mean, for freedom. Yeah. Well, you're in the area. Well, they probably would have stopped, but then people from the Naphtali come out and they're like, we're going to get you. Yeah. And they keep going. Then the Asherites come out and they start chasing them. And then Manasseh comes out. Then the Ephraimites come out. So they just keep chasing them. Okay. They capture the Midianite leaders, Oreb and Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> it's Zeb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna sk- I'm gonna skip that part because you guys are gonna start talking about the names. All right, and then <laughs> then they bring Gideon their their heads, and then the Ephraimites are like, Gideon, you suck. You you came out to battle the Midianites and you didn't tell us about it. And now why didn't you call us before? And then Gideon's like, I what I'm sensing here is the Ephraimites are like you had you defeated the Midianites. We wanted to be part of this. Why don't you tell us to do it? And then Gideon's basically like, "Hey, you guys captured Oreb and Zeb. Isn't that enough for you?" So he beheaded those guys. He said he beheaded Oreb. Yeah, and Zeb? they yeah. definitely behead them. Yeah, but it was heads? interesting because it says like Oreb was killed in the area of Oreb, and Zeb was killed at like in a place called Zeb. Like it was really weird how both the names and the areas where they were. Killed, beheaded, whatever, like, was named after them. 
I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. Was it named? But I skipped over it so we didn't have to do their names more. But was yes. it named yeah. after their death or before their death? No, they killed Oreb at the Rock of Oreb. Oreb, yeah. And they killed Zeb at the Wine Press of Zeb. Yeah, I thought that was kind of. I think it signifies that the Midianites, these people, have been there in Israel for a while. That they even name stuff after the yeah. Midianite leaders. Now, do you think the Ephraimites took them to these places to kill them to cut their heads off? Like, Probably. You, let's take them to the Rock of Oreb. Probably. It's like a, you know, take that. Like a symbolic. Like, like, an, yeah, like an F-U. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. an Eshkel U. Yeah. Or no, that's wrong. Cluster. cluster. Like a yeah. cluster, like an Eshkel F-U. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so they, um, all right. The all right. Confusion so then, in the Midianite army was a Eshkel. Yeah, it was. All right, so. Gideon's chasing their army with his 300 men. He's chasing the Midianites. And he asked the men of Succoth for some... <laughs> Succoth? S-U-Succoth. Spelled S-U-K-K-O-T-H. They do Succoth, apparently. So he's like, hey. Thou dust Succoth. Yeah. We're chasing the Midianites. Can you give us some... Yeah. These guys sucketh. All right, so so they're chasing the Midianites, and they ask for some provisions, for some bread, and this men of sucketh are like, no. Screw you, we're not giving you any bread. You're Why does already, everybody hate Gideon all of a sudden? Uh, there are, well, they don't want to give him stuff. You already captured Orbison Z. You got their stuff. Roy Orbison? Yes. Dang. <laughs> this, was, mean, this was before the American Pie. Is he blind? Is he not? They don't even know. We don't know. All right. We don't, we don't. So then the same thing happens with the men of penile. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dysfunction there. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Metapenile. I think it's actually pronounced penile. It's P E N I E L. Penile. Maybe it's penile. 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 Oh, let's say it's penile. It's the same. I mean, the interesting let's, thing... Let's stick with penile. All right. That's, yes, sounds, penile. That sounds, that sounds nice. <laughs> penile is the same place where I think um, Jacob wrestled with the Lord. Oh, okay, yeah. And it means face of God. That was Bethel. Okay, maybe that's uh-huh. what it was. House of the Lord? Was, wasn't yeah, wasn't Bethel, Bethel whenever no. Jacob wrestled with God? Any name of the place Beth? That's what I thought. Place. Jameson, look it up. All right, well, we're looking that well, up. I'll continue with the story. Yes. So the men of Peniel also denied provisions to Jacob Gideon. then named the place where they wrestled Peniel. <gasps> Peniel. Face of God. Because that's where he met with God. All right, so the nice. men of Peniel. Well done. Peniel. Peniel. Yeah, the men of Peniel denied provisions to Gideon's army as well. So Gideon says, I'm going to tear down your tower, bro. So... Gideon continues, and he captures two more Midianite kings named Zeba and Zalmunna. And he roots the army. He comes back through Succoth. And he says... <laughs> and he finds a young boy from Succoth. And he says, young he keeps, boy... He keeps coming back to Succoth. Yeah. Young boy from Succoth. Give me the names of the officials of your town. And so the boy from Succoth... Tells them about 77 officials, and 
Um, oh, yeah, I forgot that Gideon told him, I'm going to punish you guys with thorns and briars. In your face. So the, oh. he takes these 77 leaders and punishes them with thorns and briars. I don't know what that even means. Sounds, I'm surprised he did Sounds kinky. You're losing Brent. <laughs> okay. All right, so then he I'm goes. I'm trying not to do it in the mic. So then he told the uh, people in Peniel he's going to tear down the tower. He goes there, tears down the tower, and kills all the men of the town. So he whooped the judge. He whooped the Jeez. officials with briars. Yeah, this yeah. was and this tore was down a tower. Midianites. No, Ammonites. these are these are. I don't know. They don't specify them as like Israelites, but it's the, it's the, the people in Israel that have taken root. The people in Succoth. He just pulls out the seventy-seven town leaders, punishes Whoops. them with briars. The people of Peniel, he kills all the men. Okay, but Peniel is like a. a Israel settlement, right? a, a, a Jewish settlement, right? I don't know. It doesn't say whether they're Israelites. I, fi- I, have, I, have, I find it hard to believe that he would just go to another Israelite tribe and kill all the men, though. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. And so, Succoth? Where did he do the elders, whoop the elders with briars? Succoth. Oh, so he didn't kill all the men? No. He just whooped them with briars? Yeah. Which would make sense if they were Jewish. Okay. I'm not going to murder you all. I'm just going to whoop. I'm going to whoop all your officials and teach you a lesson so you do what you're supposed to do. With briars? Yeah, that was Briars sick. and thorns, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't briars and thorns the same thing? That's what I thought, too. Briars are like thorns are like woody. On, like, I mean, was, was thorns are like vines. Briars are, it's like a woody type Was Jesus' crown of yeah. thorns or briars? Thorns, I don't know. Thorns. Yeah. So, are they the same thing? I don't know. Could it be? What's a briar? A briar, I think, more of is like a bush with a, a whole briar? bunch of... That's ice cream, dog. Briars? Yeah. yeah, it's good. A thicket. Didn't we have like a... did we have a story where there was a thicket? But I imagine in the middle of the desert... Was that was Peter Rabbit. And he did like a voice. You're thinking of briar rabbit. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that no, no it's brer. Brer rabbit. Brer bear. <laughs> Brad, Brad, Brad. Wait, what, hap- what happens next, right. Brett? Yeah, what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to it. Yeah, we can't start doing Song of the South references. Disney buried that deep in their vault. Deep, it's deep gone. In the vault. They don't have yeah. it. It's usually thorny plants, though, but all bunched together. Okay. Okay, that's briars. Okay, don't throw me in the briars, whatever you do. Um, all right, so then the idiot. All right, so the Israelites are pleased, so they're like, hey, Gideon, rule over us. Over us. And Gideon says, I won't. The Lord will rule over you. Mm. He said, what you could do is give each of you, give me a gold earring from your plunder. <laughs> oh. Because they plundered the Midianites as they mm-hmm. caused yeah. them to flee. Yeah. He could turn all those into like two chains. <laughs> what happened next? <laughs> all right. So then. That was good, right? It was. That felt I, good. Yeah. It felt it's, good. It was good. It was. What happened next? Long ashes to you. Um, all right, so he made a golden ephod out of the gold. Okay. All right, so it's like a ephod. chest plate. Oh, it it, oh, okay. it ended up being like about 44 <laughs> pounds, like yeah. all the gold earrings like melted yeah. down. Yeah. ended up being like 44 pounds. So that's a lot of Midianites. Yeah. Big yeah. Crazy. ephod. Yeah. All right, so then, so he makes this ephod out of gold, which is, it's like an apron kind of, an ephod oh. is. And priests normally wear it. It's normally a big deal. But then what happens is the Israelites start to worship the ephod. Mm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Damn it. I hate when that happens. <laughs> so it says the Israelites worship it, and it becomes a trap for Gideon's family. It makes mm. me think of, it's like, so in some ways it represents God, but then they start 
worshiping the representation. So it's basically like, hey, we won this big battle. I made this ephod to celebrate it. And they start worshiping that. I think Gideon was probably trying to make a living off of it. If he made that gold ephod and they came there to see it. He might have. That could be. Oh, yeah. Step right up. Ten cents to see the the golden golden ephod. Made with 44 pounds of gold. Sorry. Was that loud? Gold won them at the hands of Israel. Gideon, as he defeated the Mennonites. I like the old the time. Mennonites. I like the old time. <laughs> 44 earrings. Represents the Midianites fleeing. I like the old timey radio voices. Cutting off the heads of Zeb <laughs> and Oreb. Also on display for an extra fee of five cents. See the heads of Zeb and Oreb. <laughs> Come see the amazing feat, the Hindenburg. Oh, no, they had the heads, not the oh, feet. Oh, what's happening? Oh, it's on fire. <laughs> Is that like an old radio show? Yeah. We're doing like, I thought we were doing old time yeah, radio. We were doing Gideon stuff, man, oh. not the Hindenburg. All right, you ruined it. What happened next? <laughs> no more old timey radio voice. Brett ruined it. What happened next? Classic Brett. Wah, wah, wah. Stupid talking about Zeppelins. All right. ruined so they it. got. So then they have peace for forty years after Gideon defeats the Midianites, and then Gideon dies. And then what do you think happens? Peace for forty years. Yep. The Israelites they start worshiping Baal again, yep. and they forget about Gideon. They erect. A share of poles. They do. And yeah. the cycle continues. It sounds like forgot about Dre. Dre? Yeah, nowadays. Dr. Dre? Nowadays, they're, I don't want to talk about the guy something to say. <laughs> but nothing comes out when they move their lips. <laughs> just a bunch of gibberish. Forgot about Dre. They forgot about Dre. Yeah. I can't think of a better ending to the story uh, yeah. than that right there. The straight more. out of Compton. Straight out of That's the end of the story? Out. That's it? Eight months. Oh, oh, my gosh. Wait, so who won? Gideon wins. They have forty. Jesus, Jesus wins. Did uh, so there wasn't uh, worshiping the ephod wasn't a bad thing. Then they had forty years of peace. It caused Gideon trouble. Oh, what was Gideon's trouble? It did. It just said it caused him his family trouble. Caused his family trouble. Yeah, because people kept showing up to. They'd be trying to have dinner and be like, "Hey, can we get a look at that ephod? (laughs) (laughs) I got a, I got a dime. I got a nickel. (laughs) I got a shekel." Gary would be like, damn it, guys, hold on. Let me take care of this. Can I get just one peak for a nickel? But, Dad, we're in the middle of dinner. Sorry, kids. Come on, come on. Wait, can you say it in uh, Gideon's voice? Yeah, do you get the Gideon's voice? This 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 <laughs> ephod caused me a lot of trouble. <laughs> Where are you going? Sorry, kids. Where are going? Where's it going? He's getting more. He's getting, getting some ice. Getting some more bourbon. Top off that. Uh, um, I'm just always intrigued with the Bible with numbers. Like seven and forty are always like reoccurring numbers throughout the whole Bible. So the 40 years they, is what you're talking about? The 40 years? Uh, well, now, yeah, now they have another 40 years of, you know, peace not being overruled by anybody else and, you know, 40 years in the desert. Like, you know, 40 is a common number in the Bible Jesus and, and seven days in the seems to be pretty prominent too and I, you know, I don't know why Yes. Um, honestly. Are we there? <clears throat> I, mean, I, so, I finished the story. Um, Gideon seems like a coward. Yeah, but who's not? Me. Really? Be I mean, busted. a coward? Yeah. Who said that? You? 
He said not really. Really? I feel not like he really? just. I feel like he's not a coward. In, uh, I mean, is he a coward? Yeah, I think so. How so? Well, he's threshing his uh, his wheat or his whatever in a wine press. Whatever, but, dude. But Discretion you, is the better part of valor. Yeah, but you also don't know that like everybody. Maybe everybody's doing that. Like maybe that's what people are doing. Then you know, <laughs> like he doesn't have an army. They're all doing it. All right. He's just well, a normal all right. Dude. Was Gideon just his normal dude? So then he's like, mm, I think I believe you, but I need a sign. Yeah. I appreciate the sign. I can we do it again sign. just in reverse? I saw the sign. Open up my eyes. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, God knows what's in his heart, I guess. And he's like, just go down there and listen. You'll hear them interpreting their dreams about a giant log of barley. That was the other team, too, right? That was right. The I think it's a loaf guys. of barley. I, I heard log. You heard log? Well, it's got a roll in. A I've heard it both roll. ways. Uh, a barley log? Yeah, why not? That sounds like after you eat too much uh, cream of wheat or something. I mean, if it's rolling, it's... So is he a log. coward or is he just a skeptic? No, a loaf mm. can be round. You can have round loaves. You never made Maybe a round just a loaf of bread? I could, I could see just a skeptic. I feel like... So the very first time he meets... The angel, the angel says, God is with you. And he's like, is he? Skeptical. So he's a, he's a doubter. He's like, I'm threshing, I'm threshing wheat in a wine press. Is God really with us? Yeah. And so I think he wants a lot of examples of how God is with him. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a doubter. No, no, no. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Whatever, Thomas. My belly's right. cold. I think doubting is a good thing. Well, it's yeah. the other part. You can't have faith if you do, if you don't. Well, how do we just go from coward to doubting is a good thing, man? No, no, no. Jeremy amended. No, you weren't listening. Jeremy amended. Such a flip flop. Said maybe a skeptic, but not maybe not coward. I'm wearing shoes, dog. Star <laughs> <laughs> guys. Dog. Uh, flip flops on. Major, oh, major Joe. fall faux pas. So I had originally said he's a coward. I have amended it to he was. A doubter. Mm, okay. And you think being a doubter is cool? I don't see anything wrong with it. Just, just like honest, Brent. Man. Do you think do you think the disciples after Thomas was like, I don't believe you, they're like, This guy's cool and they instead of doubting Thomas, they called him cool Thomas. No, the Bi- I think yeah, the Bible says that. They were all like, Yeah, we don't believe it either. <laughs> Thomas was like, I don't know, guys, and they were like, Yeah, me neither, and it went around the room. Oh, there. they did? Yeah. Well the sons of thunder were like, F you, I believe everything. So they go so, together like peas and carrots and Brett, chips and you, salsa. You had a chance to like, no, I obviously didn't. go into a deep study on this. What is, what does the story mean to you? You have notes. I do have notes because the story was so long. It's two chapters. I couldn't remember yeah, it all. It three mm-hmm. chapters. Yeah, three. Three chapters. Six, oh, seven, yeah. and eight. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking eight minus six is two. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's three because <laughs> it's six, seven, eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you know why? Why is six afraid it's of seven? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, we're all going <laughs> in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Because seven, eight, eight, nine. Sorry, what did you get from this story? Here, while you think about that, yeah. I'll I'll throw out Josh's dad joke. That yeah, do it. All right. He he put on the text thread oh, yeah, that, yeah. that he's That's not right. here. Yeah, it's not very Josh. good. We love it's, you, Josh. It's no, good. it's yeah, it's, sure. it's, yeah, it's uh, the delivery is going to be bad. We're really saying low expectations. We really are. All right, go ahead. Say yeah. it. All right. So the uh, the 
cannibal warrior. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the cannibal warrior? The cannibal warrior. Who, no, what about uh, cannibal he warrior? defeated his female opponent yeah. and ate her. He was. The cannibal warrior. He's a cannibal. <laughs> he was. He was very satiated. Uh, way to just blow it, <laughs> Yes, he was very satiated. Premature there. It's cannibal. Yes. So the cannibal warrior premature defeated female opponent. Yes, and was satiated. Yes, he was gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> Gladiator. Gladiator. <laughs> See, I think I was helping the. That was good. That was good. Oh my god! I think Eric wouldn't have gotten it had I not chipped on him. You might be right. You might be. He he was what? Huh? I don't think Eric likes that joke. You got something better, Eric? Give us a joke. What do you got that's better? And the waiter comes to the table and says to the man, Sir, can I have your order? And the guy looks at him and says, Hell no, it's mine. <laughs> can I have your order? Jeez. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's Brett. We're back to you. I want to know, like, you've studied hard about it. I mean, nothing really. I'm trying to think of something that stood out, but it's really just. It just seems like it's another judge's story, like the same cyclical thing. Yeah, some dude gets up. Well, that's what stands out to me is just the patience of God. I mean, Mm. because this is so cyclical, like Israelites, they disobey God, like. They get punished, and they they look for, you know, redemption. And he comes, redeems them, gives them some time, and then they turn right back into the cycle. And they start worshiping. But I mean, but God just ephod. continues. I mean, continues and continues and continues. Yet he's there as a constant, always for them. I mean. That just the patience that God had to see his people finally get to the place where he wanted them to be. But they don't ever really. Which I mean, drives your point home even more. I mean, they get there and then they bail on it. Yeah. You know? Ah, uh, bail. Jerubbabail. Jerubbabail. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, just because a lot of the stories keeps we've going talked about is just like, you know, the Israelites have done wrong, and they 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 finally realize it and pray for God to come and save them, and he does. I mean, it's a very reoccurring theme in the Old Testament, for sure. Well, so what did we learn about ourselves? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, how many times have I had like, oh, I'm in a really good spot. I'm, I think I'm doing the right things. I feel pretty good, and then, bam, do something, you know, that doesn't make sense. So, like, how do you expect an entire nation to, you know, be consistent with their, with their system of laws? They're just not going to do it. The question that comes up for me, I'm derailing a little bit. Actually, maybe a lot. Why is there a group of people that call Classic themselves Brent. the Classic Gideons? Brent. 
No, this is not like deep theology. Like, it's oh, just I'd, like I looked that up. So the okay, Gideons, here we go. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, this I, I can't I can't remember the year, but this these two guys show up at this hotel, nineteen seventy one, and there's one room left, and so they agree. All right, it's it's two doubles. We'll share the room. These two strangers, and they get to talking. They're like, oh, you would like to like start this group of men that goes and, and spreads the word of, of God and all that uh-huh. sort of stuff, too. That's cool. All right, let's do this. And so they form, they get another guy involved who then names them the Gideons because uh, they... So it's like a Voltron situation. Yes. Three it individuals is. form up. Nice. Right. But they Voltron was five, right? Yeah. I, I said it's like, it's like Voltron. It's like Voltron. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was two guys ended up starting it, and uh, I think they eventually came to the conclusion that it would be cool because we have all these guys in our group now. Uh-huh. Most of them are travelers, and they spend a lot of time in hotels. Uh-huh. Let's get in with these hotels. Let's get in Giddy in Gideon. with these hotels. No way. They no, called no, it that not, because they're no, getting in no. with a hotel. You didn't, explain, uh, we, you didn't explain how they chose Gideon, though. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Let me. Yeah, that's what I'm. Second. That's what I'm wondering. Like, why? Like, Gideon? you were going the long way around. Yeah. He told this full story, and then he was like, <laughs> and they decided to call him Gideon because they were Gideon. And, and we were like, so the group of men decided to call themselves the Gideons. Gideons, because they were a small group of men trying to conquer. A larger group of men by by spreading the word. They were, so they, because Gideon had three hundred men conquered the Midianites, he is the representative. They of, tried. They tried uh, to conquer them. Yeah, right. We should probably talk about the story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I've contributed, guys. Yeah, I feel I know, like I've been a, a huge you've contributor. Done a fantastic job. Yeah, Brent Brent said asked about the Gideons, but he didn't say what he thought. It, I feel like Jameson and so I, I are really stepping up, but the rest Jameson, of you got to get your shit together here. I don't see. True. I just I don't see uh, like how it relates. That I mean I look. I've been in church. You know, a long time. I've heard pastors make messages out of absolutely everything. All right, mm-hmm. I've heard, I've heard all, I've heard so many passages, so many messages about this. But that said, I don't really see how, like, I don't. Well, yeah, I could, I could say, oh, well, this means if we've all got our our Jerubables in our life, we've all got, we all lay out our fleece, and whenever, we, yeah. whenever you do this, and when your boss says this, and you do this. Aren't you really fleecing God? You know, like eh, we all I, have I our own El Wapos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I just feel like this is kind of like a message that shows people doing stuff. So and they're you know yeah. So Gideon is is he shows up in the Hebrews Hall of of Fame or whatever, right? But wait, Hall what do you say? We all have our own what? Jerubbables. Jerubbables. We all have our own Jerubbables. For Jerub- some, for some, their Jerubbable is. Is shyness. For some, they're that's Gideon is Jerubbable. For some, they're <laughs> we Jer- all have our own Midianites. Yeah, for some, they're Jerubbable called- is they can't read. Every that's their Midianite, and everybody can be Jerubbable. Yeah, everybody it- has a little Jerubbable. But our Midian, but for for Gideon would say our Midianites happen to be the real Midianites that are trying to kill us. Uh, all right, so. <laughs> Gideon shows up in the in the Hall of Heroes, right? He does because Damn. because why? Hall of Heroes because again. he he 
took 300 you, men and you're conquered referring to Hebrews 11? Hebrews 11, yeah. The Hall of Faith. Yeah. So, he was not as big a douche as Samson. No, he 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 just seemed kind of like a doofus. He's pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah, maybe, probably. But, but he took he took three hundred men. Yeah, and confused the shit and out said, of the Midianite army. Is my wine press? <laughs> this is this is Israel. This yeah. is Israel. this is Israel. So he they, he took trumpets. And jars with jars. with whatever lanterns in them, and confused the Midianite army to make them turn on themselves and start killing themselves, and then they run away, and that's it. That's yeah. all he did. No, no, he chased them down and beat them. He may have, but all so did all the uh, rest he of didn't Israel. Beat them, did he? That and was it, the officials that sucketh. Yeah, he killed the, but he killed a couple of Midianite kings. The but Ephraimites. Zeb and Oreb weren't killed by him. No, but but Zeb. I thought Zeb and Orb were beheaded by him. But then Zeba and Zalmuna were well, killed no. by him. Yeah, now, Zeb and Oreb were beheaded by the Ephraimites. Ephraimites. Oh, because they got pissed. They were like, we went on in the auction. Yeah. 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 Right. So, I, I, I don't know. It, it just, it doesn't jive with me. Was he, I mean, maybe he was heroic. Like, what? He took 300 men up against a huge army. And well, yeah. he, I mean, I'm cheating. So, so okay. faith. I'm going to cheat here. Yeah. I mean, maybe you're pulling up some of the similar stuff. Hebrews, 11. Hebrews 11 is where I'm but, at. But, I mean, God can work with little bit of faith. A leader doesn't always mean the boldest and most extroverted. God, God often works through believers who come from the least of the least, which Gideon What's this is from? like the least of the what least. Are you, where are you taking this from? Where are you reading it? Um christianity.com oh yeah um and, that's and like a five-year-old that's like a five-year-old <laughs> googling on the, on the internet yeah. well i mean we're trying to understand the answer is what? either god jesus or the bible and then the second part was god wants us to trust him that even though like god was tested all the time he he dwindled the army of Gideon yeah. down to 300 people like yeah. uh, out of all the the amount that he started with do you think god dwindled the army down because gideon didn't trust him no no god says specifically i want this uh, to be a small army because if you go with 33,000 men you're, you're going to take yeah. you're yeah. going to think right. we're so sweet cuz we raised a huge army right yeah yeah I rescind my question. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you weren't even listening to the story. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does what Hebrews have we done introductions yet? Should we introduce ourselves here? <laughs> Who's this guy? Over here? Who's this guy? What's he drinking? What are you drinking? Uh, so, classic Eric. This is Hebrews chapter eleven, <laughs> starting in verse thirty-two. It says, "What more shall I say? I don't have time to talk about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah." about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, mm. and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. So I think the, the weakness to strength routing foreign armies, it's probably a reference to Gideon. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess in in a... You know, again, doing like what the, you know, pastors in the pulp, like, okay, well, you know, so our, our weakness, God, God wants to show that, that he uses, is capable of using the weakest people to do Mm -hmm. powerful things. And that I, that I get, that I'm on board with. Yeah. 
You know, that makes sense to me. The Isra- it just would have been for the Israelites a story that they had yeah. to remind them of who they are. They would love it. They love yeah, that stuff. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's what the whole... So, it, it also years. seems like just a story to set up the rest. So uh, Gideon was the first one. They were like, we want you to be king. Right? And then uh, Abimelech wants to be king, so he kills all his brothers. And then I think Samuel comes along, and they want him to be king, and he says no. No, they don't. And then Samuel, eventually they get to prophet. Saul. Okay. Yeah, he was a prophet, but I thought they wanted him to be king. Who? Or he and he said no. Nah, Saul they said, "Give us a king." Saul's going to be king. Yeah, give us a king like all the other nations. Right? So I think this is like a story to set up the yeah still lineage of the kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I also think it's just a story of like David and Goliath. Just like God is just trying to tell us that we don't have to be anybody of relevance or of importance to be able to make a difference. Yeah. That can also be a non-religious encouragement as well. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. Before we wrap up, though... Did you call the hotline? No one's called our phone number yet. No, man, we need people to call the hotline. I called the hotline. You did? (gasps) Yeah, the the night that you. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, just to make sure it works. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> need to just to be the first. Just to be. I gotta first. be. The, I'm the biggest fan. I gotta yeah, be the one first. Oh, do you have it? Did you leave a good voicemail? I don't know. Hold you on, know, let me let me check. The it. thing is, I I not only want people to leave like good voice, but I want people to like lay into us, and I want to play them. On <laughs> but a, you have, on a, but yeah. you're not, you're not yeah. like saying it in in a show. Like so, the no, last, we're not. Yeah, no. on social media, I've put it out a couple times. I know. Call the toll free hotline. All right, let's do it. Let's do a spot for it right now. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, the number's right here. Two six seven on rocks. That's two six seven six six seven. Six two five seven. All right, have you have you guys ever listened to like a podcast or a radio show, and you're like, yeah, I have listened to a podcast <laughs> or a radio show, right? And you're like, you're like, oh man, I I want to give these people a piece of my mind. I wish there was a number I could. Did call. you say what? What is the number? Two six seven <laughs> on rocks. Two six seven six six, six seven seven. Six, six two. Doesn't there need to be one extra? You paused number? on the wrong number. I mean, you paused. No, I no. paused. You were like two six no. seven six two, six two six seven. Yeah, two six seven. It's because you rushed and you threw me off, and I paused. Six, six oh, so seven. it's on me. It's my two, fault. Six, seven. Two, five, seven. Six, six, seven. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody pauses on six six two five seven. So, if anybody has anything they want to say to us, good or bad or indifferent. Yeah. Call us, please, at 267-667-6257. That's 267-ON-ROCKS. On rocks. If any of the two of you have anything you want to say, (laughs) give us a call. One more time. That's (laughs) 267-667-6257. Luckily, it wasn't 666. It's 667. Yes. It's six six words seven. Slightly better than Satan. <laughs> if it if it annoys you if it annoys you that people pause on the wrong number on a telephone number, call us and let us know. <laughs> yes. It's two six seven six. No no two six seven six seven six. Oh you two five seven. Oh you threw me off. Uh, <laughs> Two six seven six. Okay, yeah, six seven. I see what you it's two six seven six six seven six two oh, five seven. Gosh. No one's. Uh, <laughs> maybe they will call this. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to Bible on the Rocks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. A special thanks to our contributors, Brett Hinkey, Ed Johnson, Josh Perius, Eric Smith, and Jameson Stubbs. Also contributing and doing sound editing is me, Jeremy Spittle. Finally, be sure to check out Spitfire's other podcast, Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. She's the introvert's extrovert and talks to people so you don't have to. For now, this has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.